Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hey, Jordan Harbinger here. Subscribe to the only show that will show you how to apply the world's greatest ideas from the most striking minds. After presenting more than a thousand interviews, I couldn't be more compelled to introduce you to the Jordan Harbinger Show. We've got spies and CEOs, athletes and authors from Kobe Bryant to Malcolm Gladwell, Tony Hawk and Howie Mandel to the chairman of Google, founders of LinkedIn and Instagram, antiquities smugglers, con men, brilliant scientists, national heroes, and even the head of the CIA. Listed as Apple's best of 2018 and countless other awards that, let's be honest, you probably don't care about right now. So come and have a listen for yourself and join me as we exploit the superpowers of the world's most incredible thinkers, amazing achievers, and iconic change makers with their insights delivered right into your mind. You'll get that blueprint of their brilliance each week so that you can learn to live what you listen. Subscribe right now to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening now. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care Centers. While supplies last, offer NZ3120. We got a splash of red in episode 9, Norm. Chewy wants the plot twist at Orlando. We'll get to ride the rise of the rebellion earlier than Anaheim. <laughs> if you're a hot dog, would you eat yourself on Jedi Castle? There you go. There you go. There it is. There we are. <laughs> Hi, John. Wait, am I taking this thing? Oh, You're hey, everyone. Lead, well, man. there you go. Uh, I'm sitting in for Christian Harloff here. As the producer of Jedi Council, he is uh, unfortunately detained for just a few minutes, but he'll slide in uh, when he is back on set. Thanks, everybody, for coming on and listening to us. We appreciate you putting down your phones because Twitter is out right now and watching this Jedi Council. Maybe it'll be solved by the time you hear this. Who knows? But Ken Napsok, thanks so much for stopping by again. I love the Harry Carey impression. Uh, mean, what's your favorite? What do you think the moon tastes? Is it cheese? Hi. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, just, yes. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Hadakai. Horrible. my favorite baseball memories. Uh, we're here today, John, for some uh, fun news. We are. Christian will come in and hot tag you out like he's Axe and your smash of demolition. Oh, nice It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm so happy that yeah. we got this guy That's back. That's right. Mr. Thank Mark you. Ellis, everybody. Thank Mark Ellis. Thank you. Good to be back. While we're doing impressions, here's my impression of Christian right now. I said I was going to get milk. I didn't know it was supposed to be almond. <laughs> well, I'm so, well, you can go to the store then. That's what he's doing right now. He's handling important business. And uh, I got to say, it is so nice to be back on the council. I've been yeah. trying to be back on this show. Yeah. Every Thursday, I go to the Denny's on Sunset, and nobody's there. And I finally <laughs> realized that they tape it actually here in the Collider Studios. So good to be back. Cannot wait. One week until my comedy shows in San Diego. But that's that's not why I'm here. Hey, oh, no, 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 no. Actually, both of y'all are on. Oh, oh we're doing some comedy. Doing some comedy. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be fun. Good you to have you here, man. The red stormtroopers. No, it just won't work. I don't know. <laughs> What's the deal with Canon? Well, we'll um, 
Should we just get into yeah, it? Yeah, Ken, let's just do it. Let's get into do it. it. Let's start All right, so breaking yesterday. It's a Comic-Con tradition, everybody, uh, for the last few years, going back to 2015, where at uh, Comic-Con, uh, there's a figure, a little, some sort of little figure release that gives us a clue of the movie, the Star Wars movie that's forthcoming. Uh, and we uh, got one, uh, as some would expect it, but, it, you know, these things aren't really announced. It is the Sith Trooper, everybody. This is going to be in the Rise of Skywalker. We saw, remember that leaked poster art mm. that came out that I think was really kind of accurate. Uh, we had red stormtroopers on that. Well, don't call them red stormtroopers. Sith troopers are here. We got some toys. Yep, you can take a cynical approach and say, ah, they're just trying to sell toys. Ah, that's pretty much everything nowadays, and it's a Star Wars tradition. But also, it could have some meaning. I come where some, uh, somewhere in the middle. Uh, what do we think about this, John? You're going to buy this toy? I love the look of it. I've already put my requests in for a couple of friends who are going to Comic-Con to see if they get oh. some free access, because I've got free access to Black Series every year. So I like to take one, kind of put it up in, in the apartment there in my place, because uh, uh, my girlfriend won't allow it in the main area, so I have to shove it in the back area. <laughs> Man, you Nowadays. really? You get one shelf. <laughs> I get not one wearing shelf. The pants. It's true. I get one shelf. I, that, that's all I get. But I certainly would like this. Looks great. And you're right, Ken. I appreciate you bringing up that poster uh, from a few months ago, a few weeks ago that was supposedly that was leaked, and people were disavowing it all over the place. But you're right. It looks pretty accurate. A whole f- uh, fleet of these guys. What are they going to do? What's what is their purpose in the movie? That's my curiosity. Mm-hmm. And also. If they end up being as incompetent as the white stormtroopers, then what was the whole point of making a big deal about them? Well, that was, that, that's when I look at these mm. things. I'm saying these, the, these red ones, these can hit a target. I hope you know? so. And look, I, unlike John Roca or Ken Napsok, am just as single as they come. So I can get a life-size <laughs> one of these babies in my apartment. <laughs> I can do three or four if they don't scare me in the middle of the night. It's very weird for me to just look at a picture of a toy because usually I'm used to experiencing them by watching a 20-minute unboxing vid. So just seeing the actual picture, <laughs> picture of it i need to go to comic-con now more so because i love when i get to walk the floor and i get to mm. see these new versions these new figurines these new models whatever your nomenclature is mm-hmm. ken i think this is exciting they are different it's not just slapping a fresh coat of paint no, yeah. on mm-hmm. the classic yeah, yeah. but there is a different armor look to it and look mm-hmm. we you would expect there to be after all the mistakes that the empire slash the first order yeah. have made with troopers and hiring people who maybe aren't the best shots you would figure by episode nine maybe whoever Whoever's in charge and running things, Kylo Ren or Hux or whoever it is, is finally like, look, we need to get some red ones in mm. here because they have blasters that function. Mm. Auto aim, maybe, on those stormtroopers, Sith troopers. I, I, I just want to see Auto like aim. a semi-automatic. I like that. Didn't you like that the, the, the thing from uh, Force Awakens, the jack thing, the, uh-huh. the swinging around? With oh, the, the, yeah. The, the little, that was cool. Little, like that that wasn't enough for you? You're, what are we, fighting the Revolutionary War here? Step back, wow, hide behind something, okay. and shoot. This is, you know, yeah. it's a long time ago still, That's but true. it's not as long as it used to be. That's so fair. I don't know why Lucasfilm hasn't hired me for my sound effects. That works for me. <laughs> works for me. And no, it also works for me, this design of the Sith Trooper, John. Yeah. Look at that. As, as Bill Murray said in Royal Tenenbaums, where's that red one going to go? <laughs> I absolutely love the design here. And it is slightly different. It got a little more vesty action. Got a lot yeah. of grooves. The groove is in the heart. That's a um, yacht rock right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like it. Now, the name, Sith Troopers, uh, yeah. are we going to go ahead and 
really dive into that? Do we think we need to? Is like there's a, I've seen a lot of tweets and a lot of people, uh, even in my uh, Twitch stream this morning, just like, ah, it's just a new figure. And it is. It mm-hmm. is a new toy. Mm-hmm. Every movie's going to have some new toys. I get it. But does, do, do we want bigger meaning? And what would the bigger meaning be to well, Sith Troopers? Isn't that the question? Because a lot of people are comparing this to the clone trooper. got a lot of clone trooper designs. So oh, you've yeah. got this idea. Okay, so if it's connected to clone troopers, what are we talking about? If they're Sith troopers, are they pow- is, is there a power? Palpatine connection to this, not necessarily a Kylo collection, a connection right. to this. Remember, we saw in the trailer him uh, rock bottoming uh, a storm, a stormtrooper, possibly. Uh, so, the, will, whose side will they be on? Who will they actually be fighting for? And I don't think Kylo's a Sith, is he? So, where, who will, the, which side will they be on? What Sith will they be serving? Well, that's always my question. When you have like the royal guards that really guard the the, the big wigs mm. when it comes to evil, like uh, you know, when, when after Snoke got chopped mm-hmm. in half in The Last Jedi. Right. Like, all of his team was still fighting on his behalf. Yeah, even though true. They probably just could have laid there and been like, okay, well, he's dead, so you guys win. <laughs> now we'll guard you. But I think that when it comes to a Sith trooper, it's clear their agenda is going to be defend whatever the big evil in this new movie is going to be. So mm-hmm. I think that their agenda lies more with a Force user than it does with whatever the First Order wants to do politically yeah. going forward. But, Ken, there is no way in hell that the Red Troopers eat with the White Troopers in the cafeteria. I mean, oh, they are no, all no, you don't do that. Planet. No, no, it's like uh, LAPD Metro officers who are like, we're a Metro, we go to SWAT, we're going to work out by ourselves. You guys can go to LA Fitness with Ellis doing box jumps. All right, we're here in Arlington. 39 inches the other day. We're in <laughs> How long are you? What? How oh. long did you jump? 39 inches. 39 inches. Oof. Wow, the last time I jumped 39 inches, it was to reach a case of donuts on top of my refrigerator. So um, <laughs> the Red Sith Trooper, yeah. it's here. Are you going to buy it? Of course you are. Are you buying it? Did you yeah, already? I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I'm don't, I'm not, t- I'm going down to Comic-Con to do little comedy hijinks and schmodowning, um, but I don't have a badge to the con this year, so I won't be inside getting oh, any toys. I'm pretty sure that Ken can scrounge up a badge. You're a pretty resourceful I was going to say, I might be able to help you with that. Yeah, Badges yeah. just kind of emerge out of thin air. Yeah, true. People like you, Ken, so they give you things. It's a good thing. Yeah, I, th- I think Ken is owed a Comic-Con badge. I mean, the guy defended us from the Demogorgon, what, three times in a row now? Oh, yes. right. Good He's points. the sheriff of <laughs> that town. Oh, hello. I, I like David it. Harbor He's our in a lot of ways. But like, what's your fear on this? Like, what's your fear? My that, fear? Yeah, that, what okay. the, that this character turns question. out to be, yeah. That's a great question, John. I don't want this to be wedged in in any way. We mm-hmm. have not had a mention of the Sith uh, directly, meaning Kylo's not a Sith we always heard. Right. Snow, not a Sith, we always heard. And I think that still might be true. But Palpatine is. Yeah. Palpatine's got some things. So what's the connection? Are they guarding... Are they Sith troopers because they're guarding something uh, with Palpatine? Or are they guarding whatever's left of Palpatine or ever returned to Palpatine? Right. Or did Kylo just be like, you know what? I'm taking over. I'm rebuilding my helmet that everyone told me to take off. And I'm going to call you Sith troopers because I'm Sith now. Yeah, there's yeah. also something in play where we all know Kylo is a big fan of Jedi and Sith history. You know, we, he likes to collect yeah. memorabilia and yeah. artifacts. Yeah, he likes true. to Good talk point. to a burned yeah. helmet. And so I think that he could be looking at the Sith as like the 1960s Green Bay Pack 
Packers. Mm. And he's sitting there in the early 90s like, we have been losing for a long time here. It is time to restore order. And sometimes you have to hearken back to the past yeah. to inspire the current regime of troops. And so I think that if wow. you had, because look, he had somebody just walk off the force. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. that ended up being Finn. So if that happens, I think that you want to empower the stormtroopers. You want to give them something to aim for. Maybe they get some sort of tax break or they get some sort of stock equity in the yeah. company <laughs> if you become a red trooper. And, like and, and I'm being serious here. Yeah. I think that if you are a, a first order trooper, one day possibly, if you work hard enough and you do enough fitness tests like box jumps, yeah. you are able to get that red armor. Yeah. And that's going to be a big badge of honor going yeah. forward in the first if, order. If they're the 1960s Green Bay Packers, who is Max McGee? No, uh, Super Bowl one Max MVP. McGee, he had the, the classic catch, scored the first touchdown in history after being hung, hung over. over. All night. He, yeah. he got into his hotel like 5 a.m. Ended up uh, catching two touchdowns from Bart Starr. I would say Max McGee is somewhere along the line. He's, he's obviously not Palpatine. He's yeah. not Vader. But I would give him a Moff Gergerard kind oh, of. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Nice. Over. Well, there but you go, John. My fear is that it becomes those Rogue One troopers that uh, uh, Krennic uh, was in charge the of. They death troopers. Yeah, death troopers. The death troopers. They didn't do much but show up at that beginning, and then mm-hmm. there was hardly anything mm-hmm. else about them to make them separate from mm-hmm. the regular stormtroopers that we'd seen before. So if you're in, I, I agree with you. If, if they're just inserting them to be just in this moment and not giving them a very integral part of the film, then this is kind of a wasted uh, inclusion in the film. But it can also be a test that J.J. wants to pass because I think that J.J. No, is, is the kind of filmmaker. He loves his red. He does love his but red. But he also, I, I think that he learned from some of his, I'm not going to go so far as to call them mistakes, but things mm. that he would have liked to have had back and run again from Force Awakens. Yeah. I think one of those is being is underutilizing a really cool-looking character. You know, whether it's somebody in Chrome, whether it's yeah. it's Phasma, or it's, right. it's watching what happened in Rogue One with Death Troopers. I think that the J.J. Savin have to realize, like, look, it, the, are, are the Sith Troopers going to have speaking role? I don't know. It's probably just, yes, sir, no, sir, that kind of thing. But I, I think that J.J. is going to use them in action sequences, and that's when I see a Red Stormtrooper-looking mm. creature, creation, I want to see them shoot some blasters, Ken. Yeah. I like that. You got to have a cool red thing in Star Wars at some point. Uh, I'm pumped up, man. I'm happy. No, no, I'm, I'm, I, 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 I totally get your point, John. Too. I, I understand it too. I think what yeah. in, it's almost a weird, you know, Praetorian guards. One scene, they don't even protect the guy. They get uh, they they lose. And I, one of my favorite sequences, uh, yeah. Death Troopers, uh, Emperor Emperor's Royal Guards in Return of the Jedi. It's this kind of thing where they show up. Maybe even Boba Fett. Uh, they show up. They look great. They don't do much, but there's this history that we buy into. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wonder if it's that, where it's like like Mark's great promotional plan he's painting out here for the First Order. Yeah. Stock equity, all this kind of thing. It's things. the Friars Club crest. Like, yeah. is anybody hanging out at the Friars Club on Fridays anymore? No, mm-hmm. but if you got made a friar, you'd be like, yeah. hey, I'm a friar. That that means I did something. It's fair yeah. point. Remember doing comedy roasts there back in the day? I, I, I used to do the Friars Club yeah. in Beverly. I don't even yeah. know if it's still there. It, they just had random there, comedy there, right? It's not there anymore. They'd, they do random comedy nights. It was a it was a trip. Maj Jabrani took yeah. me there. Yeah. I tried to sneak into a couple of those roasts. Did you really? Yeah. Well, you're not a friar. I'm not a friar. That's what they told me. Get out of here. I didn't know you I thought you could buy tickets to it because I was such a massive yeah. fan yeah. of yeah. those ones from the 70s with Dean Martin <laughs> and all those separate people that you had like Don Rickles and whatever uh, hey, but hey thanks for having me on next it's been story awesome let's move on to the next story where are, you where are you going what's going on it was just something I did what are you doing what was it you, the Packers what, reference what are you, what are you, why are you going away uh, get out wow. oh, look at this reunion oh look at this back. look at this what's this week all about this is uh, like some kind of like magical dust it's kind of it's called the uh, we're door-to-door vacuum salesman, and we oh. need you to buy our vacuums. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. basically 
Hi, yeah. you like comedy? See me next week in San Diego. So you hugging BB-8? Uh, I, I, the Poe-BB-8 relationship. It's Love very it. Mark and Molly. That's what I mean. That's what I said. That's good. So what are we talking about, guys? Yeah. Well, we just went through uh, the, uh, the Sith Troopers. What look. do you think about the Sith Troopers? People are going to want to know. Um, I mean, I think it's one of these things that it's like an exclusive little toy that they're doing. And uh, it, it, the problem is... I. It's probably just one of these same type of things where it's like showing homage to the things mm-hmm. that happened in the past. I don't think that. Yeah. And it's probably a side character they don't even mention. Right. It's just like if you find out his backstory, it's like, oh, yeah, he liked the Sith. He was a, he was a Yankees fan. He wore the jersey. I think you send in the, uh, the, the, the white troopers first. Yeah. You know, into the battle. And you let them kind of do what they can. They're yeah. like your pawns. And then here come the Sith troopers. Yeah. And they're ready to ball. But I just don't know why they're not, they're not going to acknowledge it and call it Sith Troopers because it's like there's – unless they make sure that they yeah. reintroduce the Sith, which I don't believe that they're going to do unless it's just, you know, Palpatine cackling. Oh, well, he, he was yeah, cackling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he was laughing because he found out they named him Sith Troopers. Like, Man. oh, God. Yeah. God. <laughs> well, let me ask this question. All right. Uh, what's your favorite kind of trooper of all the troopers, mm, clone troopers? Sith Troopers. No. Um <laughs> I tell you, I like the Rogue One ones with the, uh, the, uh, the what's it, the Death Troopers. Oh, Rick, Roke was just talking about it, yeah. too, but this could be a similar vibe of look cool. Yeah, like the, the history is different than the, what yeah. you see on screen, but yeah, yeah, Death Troopers. I like the Death Troopers. They, it was like mm. they even, I can't remember which one it was. It was a book, or they kind of goofed on the fact that the, how, how bad the other Stormtroopers are at shooting. Yeah, and yeah. These guys were like kind of the marksmen. Like so, here to get the job done. Yeah, yeah. I, so I dug that. And they, they, they played a lot of that on Rebels, too, how bad yes. these guys were the shooters, like the white ones. Those are your favorite, right? I'm going to go with Standard. the uh, the Azuzu Trooper. It's oh. a very reliable automobile. You can't get Azuzus really. <laughs> I see what uh, you did there. That's a very rare body shop that can take care of an Azuzu Trooper these days. But back in the day, that was the cool car to have when you turned 17. Different conversation, I think. Yeah, you're talking, we're talking about the Stormtroopers. Star Wars? Look, I, I expelled all of my Star Wars knowledge when you were on the phone. That was it? Yes. Okay, good. You're out. <laughs> it was a good 10-minute phone call. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate <laughs> it. Good to be here. Ken, uh, what's next? Uh, what's next is uh, <laughs> this, uh, uh, this, is spe- this is just not even speculation. This is this just talk. Oh. Just talk. Because uh, the screen ran, ran this uh, story. Uh, about the first time Kylo Ren and Finn ever meet. That, that we think. We don't know. That's, that's, it's, it's, but it's in this new comic, Finn, uh, the Rise of Resistance uh, issue. They're putting out that series, which I've been a big fan of. I did read this issue. Uh, and he's janitoring. He's mopping yeah. on Starkiller Base, and they run into each other. And it seems weird, and, and Kylo's kind of uh, uh, in this panel I'm looking at. Kylo's kind of inspecting him. And this article kind of ran a little wild. Like, this might mean there's a bigger connection. There could be a Force connection, and that's why... I think that's a, a little too far, but uh, it, it brings into uh, the effect. Uh, it brings into the, into play the idea of uh, what uh, could Finn be force sensitive? Could there be a connection? This is something I've heard you mention before that you like this idea. If it's if it was to come, I don't part. necessarily like it. I just think. That oh, they, okay. I think I think all signs have been pointing towards it. Interesting. I, I like th- it. I okay. think you're got, you're about a ninety five percent that he's going to wind up using the force. Um, do you think that that was JJ's original intention? Hundred percent. Do you think that Ryan Johnson took that ball and ran with it, 100%. or that he abandoned it? <laughs> oh, uh, abandoned it. Be- because Ryan Johnson took a, he, he took a little bit of what JJ did, but a lot of it, he's like, yeah, I don't think I really care about the it, Knights of Ren. It's almost like Finn is a different character in, in Last Jedi. His the where he was going from the beginning, he, he kind of reverts back 
to where he was in the beginning of Last Jedi throughout the entire, excuse me, beginning of Force Awakens throughout the Last Jedi. Um, so I, I happen to think that in this one you're going to see, and even J.J. made a reference, that, he, that that's, the doubt and all that stuff, it's way behind him now. He's a full-fledged resistance fighter, and I think there's going to be more to come. And this comic, to me, stamps down another sign that they're, they're aiming towards that Force-sensitive stuff. Okay, mm. I, I'm not mm. as sold as you because I feel like when we got that, that teaser on Instagram, whatever it was, when The Force Awakens was coming out, and it was oh, Finn using the lightsaber, yeah, yeah. I think that was just old Mystery Box JJ being like, ah, look over Bet here, don't pay attention it. to what's in this hand. And I love the way he holds the lightsaber. I've always loved that, like, oh, Hammer and good. Hank Aaron yeah. kind of Rod yeah. Carew style that yeah, he's yeah. got. But I, I'm not sure that this indicates that he's Force-sensitive. I think that this is Kylo Ren, you know, newer in his tenure, walking around seeing some kid who's a janitor and saying you know what i think you're ready for the show i think you have what it takes to be a stormtrooper which that kind of came back to bite him in the ass my uh, the other thing is that he if you go back to some of the stories that have been written about him that he was this kind of gifted trooper and there are other things that were happening like he was able to pick things up quicker and they also that one brief scene to where they're going through those children that have been taken that doesn't necessarily mean force sensitive but it means just like there's special children that they that they took and maybe they maybe they locked him down the way that the Jedi used to recruit these force sensitive people. This is what the Knights of Ren and, and these not Knights of Ren because he was a lot younger. He was because well, that's how they got. He their was troops. still Ben Solo when yeah. when he got yeah. recruited. But, but still, that's you know how the first order got right. their troops. They, right. they stole children. Right. Stole children. I would say if I'm JJ and I'm and, watching and, and orphans and everything. If I'm watching the Last Jedi, right, and mm-hmm. I see that end scene with Finn and Rose, I'm like, you know what? It, it's tough to rationalize the fact that anybody survived that that's right. not force sensitive. Right. So maybe there is something. Well, both I would be are. up for it. I would be up for it. I don't carry the. Well, it also I, has to run pretty fast because they're right by the, the they're by the ATATs and they and they get back all the way from the ATATs to the the hut or whatever the the base within seconds. I have never doubted Finn's athleticism to be able to walk the desert as long as he did in get stormtrooper armor as he's shedding it. I think that to be able to mm. put up a fight against Daisy Ridley's character Ray, who it turns out is force sensitive when he gets there and he's tired and he's thirsty. That takes a lot of heart anyway. If I walk out of the Rise of Skywalker and I find out that Finn was force sensitive, I'll be happy. If I walk out and he's not force sensitive, I'll still be happy. It's not. It's not the crux of my enjoyment of this new movie. I agree, hundred percent. I think that one of the things with that, it's and it's it's whatever the decision is. is how how is it executed? Because you could the opposite of that is you could walk out saying, oh, they kind of teased it. It looked like they were going to do it. Why did they set it up this way? That was the reveal. You don't want to tease. You, you you want finality. It's not, it's not necessarily a tease. It's a, is it a good tease? If they tease, like mm-hmm. I don't want. I just don't want to be. I don't want it to be like oh you know they're setting it up. Or if they make them force sensitive, like really, that's that's how they did it. I mean that's yeah it's kind of lame. Uh, so it just mm-hmm. it just depends on how it's executed. Okay. Ken, how would you feel? Uh, I I would come down uh, with what Mark saying of like all right if it works great if it isn't uh, I don't I don't. I don't see the signs. I read this issue. I don't see this me being anything other than a comical moment. Okay. Like Kylo Ren looking at the mop and it's dripping. Um, but the idea that he could have it because anybody could have it, which we know is the case, and maybe it just wasn't developed because he's, you know, was taken by the first order. It, it'd be interesting. Again, how do you present it to me? Right. The crazy idea of Palpatine coming back. How do you present it to me? It's a pretty big blind spot on the part of Snow to not be like, hey, Kylo, there's this kid that's cleaning the gutters right now, Uh and I really think he's got something. Remember, I think that's the one thing that Last Jedi also proved, though, too, is that the way that Luke shut himself off from the Force, and they couldn't tune into Luke, and Luke's one of the most powerful. If he's not tuned into it, they can't sense him. Not accessing it. Ray was accessing it. Doesn't have his antenna up. They didn't start looking at Ray until Ray started accessing 
the the force. They didn't even know she was out there until I heard that they looked at a sonogram of Broom Kid, and they're like, "Hey, look out!" They knew it was him. Well, once this kid comes out, the Broomer they call him. It's <laughs> uh, yeah, you got It's like it's like uh, Neil Diamond once saying, "Man, you got to turn on your heart light, man. Right. Turn on your, your heart light." I and heard that uh, Broom Kid cut the umbilical cord himself. He did. Just came out and just moved it. Yeah, yeah. Kids oh. got kids got powers. Sweet. Oh yeah, to Mary Blag. <laughs> um, Next story is a concept art story, which sure, is interesting. Right, Every once in a while, this kind of emerges. It's Star Wars Episode Seven: Force Awakens concept art. Uh, may show how Palps returns the rise of Skywalker. Are we calling him Palps now? We've been doing uh, that for a while. Sheaf, yeah, it's like good soups, old, Palps. Good old Sheaf. So they call him Sheaf. This, this, this is <laughs> who calls him Palps. Who is walking around the Death Star? Janus like, Palps. Janus Jadis is one of the think, Imperial dignitaries. Yeah, I think that he's the one person that could. His mom and his pappy can call him Palps. That's, That's it. it. Who, yeah, yeah, who had the balls to call him Palps? But so I bet back in the day in the prequels, when like a new when the newspaper came out, it would say Palps makes controversial ruling. Like, right, the, like right, he was right. like Jacko, you know. Right. <laughs> Old Sheev does it again. <laughs> Sorry, Ken. I didn't mean no, to I, this is this is way better. Yeah, way better. Um, <laughs> because my point is, I did the best it's not you, John. It's this radical. Hey, the Falcon's underwater. The concept art of Force Awakens shows Ray diving on the 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 the, the Death Star uh, remains. Uh, maybe that's and maybe that's in the movie too. And that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking. Hey, this we got this kicking around. Let's put this in here. So. Um, it just makes more sense. Yes. Just, I mean, that's the tower. That's where that's where Palps died. Good old Palps died there. So uh, it just all makes sense. You worry about the fighters. I'll worry about that tower. <laughs> that's good. It's I've good. seen the movies. Yeah. Good reference. Yeah. Competing the to Raiders. Against against Alex Damon. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no. I want no fun. Sorry, Sorry Alex. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want? To, you just want to, uh, Where do you want to discuss? Where do you want? To, you want to go underwater? You no. want to see them diving on this? Do you think this I, is clues? I, I don't think it's clues, but I think that they probably got stuff. I, I wouldn't. I don't think the Falcon necessarily would be underwater, but I do think. I think it's pretty clear in the mm-hmm. trailer that we could probably go underwater and get to the Death Star remains. That's why when they they show it, there's the water. As the Death Star remains, it would be cool to see them go underneath the water to do it that particular way. Maybe they do take the Falcon. This right. is from Episode 7, though? Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe they do. And, and maybe he took a lot of stuff that he wanted to do and, and put it into nine. Can the Falcon... <laughs> I, 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 I'm, would. I'm, I'm getting uh, 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 tingles like R2-D2 flying. Peter Tingle? Where it's like... What oh, if Falcon, Falcon could go underwater? We, oh, okay. Is this the first time we've tried uh, to take this thing underwater? It's, yeah. Why I, wouldn't it go underwater? I mean, see, it's a, because it's a spaceship and it's, it's not a, a boat or a sub. It goes in a light speed. You can't, you can't, you can't go underwater. Yes, Christian. Planes yes. can fly, and when they hit water, they tend not to do as well. So, well, not not sub this planes. This is simple physics. Submachine. This planes. is a hunk of junk that nobody wanted. There was it was card game fodder well, for Lando and Han. Well, you saw what happened in Solo. There's a possibility they could they, they could retrofit it, but just because something goes in hyperspace doesn't I mean, mean it can go it's underwater. Got, it's got headlights. It does have headlights. Yeah, that's always. So, yeah, goes in the Exogore. I just, I don't know. I'm feeling a little like, like this is like a James Bond thing, like one of the later Pierce Brosnan James Bonds, right. where it's like, oh, uh-huh. by the way, James, uh, we now have cars that can disappear. But you were okay with the Ewoks taking out stormtroopers? Yes, right. yes, they had heart. Right. They were fighting on home turf. Right. Home they were on team. They were locked in. They had a language nobody could disseminate. What gets you more, Mufasa's death, mm-hmm. or the Ewok in Return of the Jedi that can't get up? Ewok all day long. Yeah. Ewok all all day. Day. Mufasa had told Simba, he's like, look, I don't know how long I'm going to be around. Stop doing this. That Ewok had his oh. whole life. Yeah, he really did. He had just been accepted to DeVry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The sad moment is, is when mm-hmm. his buddy's trying to get him. Nah. Yeah. 
And then it's just heartbreaking. I know. I know. I know. So that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. So anyway, Cat and Optimus Prime, man. Yeah, Optimus Prime. 80s were tough. Optimus Prime made my dad furious. Because my dad, (laughs) me and my brother, I was like five. And my dad took us to see it. And he was so pissed leaving the theater. He's like, the kids are upset now. (laughs) On my off day, I want to go watch the robot hero die. My kids are now upset at me. And plus Bumblebee cursed. Not Bumblebee, Spike. Spike cursed. Spike cursed. Now, trust me, my dad would not have been upset at me. Didn't care. My that. dad was upset at that. I got in trouble. Like, you I got, got in trouble, trouble because Spike cursed. You didn't know this was in there? My, mo- my mom was like, why'd you take him to see it? Why'd you want us to go? Why'd, why'd you, why, why? That one word. Why'd you start cursing? Yeah, that was just because the word. Not, not even the um, amazing movie. Just yeah. the word. That was it. Yeah. If you were ever around the Ellis household during you Redskins Cowboys touch. games, you yeah. know that uh, swearing was a regular at the Ellis household. Yeah. Look, well, in terms of uh, Jay Schrader's in, the quarterback in for a couple seasons, I think you're swear. Uh, the Death Star. I, I love that we're mining the Death Star. Yes. I, I love that we're looking for relics. That we're looking for any leg up we can get against this new power, the First Order, the Sisters, whatever. We're we're fighting us. Why ever we have to go look for this thing? I like that we're doing it. Uh-huh. I'm all for going underwater. I'm all for doing that. We it's can use those Falcon. little mouth-breathy things they used in episode one. Uh-huh. But I, I'm not sure about the Falcon being the uh, I don't think I, said, I, don't I, I do like, like the about idea. It. It's very, it's, it's kind of Indiana Jonesy. Like, yeah. it's, we're searching for the grail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, and uh, you, I don't know if you necessarily have to be worried about the Falcon, but I, I think you get over it pretty fast. If I'm not going to stand up and walk out yeah. of the theater. Right. All right, what's <laughs> next? Well, like you did last night at the Lion King. Uh-oh. Did you? No. <laughs> he, he was. He was enjoyed there. the whole no. film. Was, Did you like? I, it was, apparently, I, I liked it more than most people. That film's at like fifty six percent on Rotten wow. Tomatoes. I hear. I hear yeah. that it was the first time you ever saw. Yeah, Lion I never King. saw the animated Lion King, and and you knew nothing about the story. No, I know. No, I, I, I know. I did. I have seen a lot of the famous scenes, oh, okay. and I wasn't surprised. Did you like what? The, the, you, the older lion dies. Did you like the movie? Uh, I enjoyed it. Enjoyed I thought it. it was. It seemed to me uh, like a great cover song that yeah. makes you want to go back and listen to the version Springsteen released in his first album. You know, you know, blinded by the light. Yep. All right. Ken had never seen up like a the douche. animated Lion King. One yeah. could say he was not prepared. Here we get oh, that one. Uh, Earlier on the show, yeah. Clara Live. Yeah, Clara Live. Okay. Hey, uh, final story in the movie news section there, Christian. Uh, Jonas Swatamo, he plays Chewbacca and does it quite well, I would say, taking over uh, from alleged. Second best uh, Chewbacca um, of all time. IMDb. This is, this is I think, what, July 7th. Um, IMDb, what's your favorite I did not see that coming movie moment? And he responded, all of my next movie, but shh. His next movie I checked is not the sequel to The Great Muppet (laughs) Caper. It is episode nine. By the way, if we can make a direct sequel to The Great Muppet Caper, Charles Grodin, Diana Rigg, a little old, I'd be on board. That was Um, the one that happens in in, in Manhattan, right? In London. No, which is the jewel? Which is the jewel? The Muppets is, is Take Manhattan. Yeah, the Muppets Take Manhattan. Which is the one? But that, the, that's yes. the one I like. The, the just, baseball the, jewel. Yeah, the jewel. Yeah. That, that's that's that's. I love that Great one. Great Muppet. Love that. It. It's my favorite. Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyways, what was that for free for all? It's when you get knocked out. Anyways, of anyways. he's not on mic, kids. Oh. Chewy here. I've heard of him. Chewy here. <laughs> Uh, makes you think that there's going to be some twists and turns and surprises. Do you have any reaction to that, sir? I think no duh. When you say that, it's, it's no episode... No duh. Can't say it. No, no diggity. No duh. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's episode nine. They're going to hit you with some some final wows. That's the last of these nine... The, the, the uh-huh. Skywalker saga. You want to leave going, whoa, I can't whoa. believe they did that. So that makes sense. Yeah, it was okay. nice of uh, Chewbacca to tweet that on my birthday, no less. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And I think that we are going to be 
more than mildly surprised with a lot of things that happened in this movie. And I think that there are going to be some shocking moments. I think wrapping up something as epic as this, JJC, he just, he, he likes to surprise people. And I think that he knows that this is a walk-off for Star Wars. And like, look, just for me personally, I'm always going to get excited to see a Star Wars movie. But The Rise of Skywalker is going to be the last time that I probably feel this level of excitement because it's closing up the Skywalkers as far as we know. And I think that that is going to end with some sort of final salvo. Well, I can't believe that that just happened. What a twist. Mm -hmm. What a turn. As long as that doesn't involve any more Ewok death or especially that Wookiee going anywhere. Because I want Chewbacca to live forever. Yeah, Mm. I think he's going to make it through for sure. Mm. First of all, that's a good question. Can will there be any major deaths, not including Kylo Ren? That's kind of pretty much a given. Uh, mm-hmm. Or like from from anybody else? Is there like a major death you think that's going to happen? I don't think so. I, I was thinking about ruminating on this the other day. Of all the main characters, other than the Kylo, because that's a different yeah. category. I, I would say, uh, and not and uh, not take Leia, put that aside. Right. I'm talking the next generation. I would say Poe has some reason to go, yeah. uh, similar to Han and Return of the Jedi, um, where Harrison felt, eh, he's got no part in the story, this and that. He's kind of a leader, go out on a shield type thing. I think Poe has a great part in the story. He's a leader. He transitions into that. And so you could take that character another 40 years. Yeah. But when you put it down there, hero, His odds. hot shot, odds, uh, sacrificing himself in some way. Uh, I don't want Poe to go. I love Oscar Isaac. Hot damn, that's a good actor and a good performer. There's so many individual person. movies you can make. Told a story with a lip bite. It's no, but it's not about, it's really, if you, if we've already seen what is coming in the next couple of years, it's not about, for that, those type of characters, it's not yeah. about individual movies anymore. They're not going to no. do that. They're going to do streaming, they're going to do streaming shows. You, and, uh, you got him with, with BB-8. I, I don't think that any audience wants to see sad BB-8 for a second. And no, BB-8 is going to that not process tough. that death. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Because of the streaming service, that, I don't think there's a chance. That would be tough. That'd be like Simba 2 being sad about Simba 1 dying when he when he uh, dies. Are you referring to the Lion King 2? Yeah. Father of the Pride or whatever uh-huh. the director? No, no. No, he's talking about the, he's talking this one, Simba 2. What's the dad's name? Mufasa. James Earl Jones? Vader. Got it. He responds yeah. to Vader. Uh, but I, I think but that, uh, that as far as character deaths, I think the big three, the new big three we have, mm-hmm. I think they're all safe. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that does give me a little bit of panic, just because if you're trying to close the, the chapter and give us a nice send-off, I think Chewie's fine. I do worry about the greatest hero in the galaxy. R2? R2 just... Mm. You think, nah. think put out the pasture or C3... R2 still got so much to give. They're not going to get rid of the job. I, I, I'm telling you, the only one... I think you're right that the only one that could go... Could. I don't think it's going to happen. No. And even the character of Leia, I don't think is, is going... Yeah. They, they, I don't think they could do... They could or would mm-hmm. do that. And Does that reduce the uh, the stakes for you, then? If, um, not necessarily. If if we know that the all the main characters... We don't know. Are, we just, we're, just, we're just assuming. Like, and I, like mm-hmm. for Poe, for example... Um, it's because of that streaming service. I think I could see Oscar Isaac doing a Poe series. General Poe. Seriously. Yeah. And you could do one, and, and, it, and it wouldn't have to dive into a lot of the, you know, the yeah. force I, I, or I, I, any of that type of stuff. No, it could be like what, we, what I would love to have gotten is like Han and Chewie off on their adventures post-Jedi when Han's like, look, it ain't working out, and he goes off and... You know, he's not raising his kid. He's off having some sort of crazy coke running adventure with Chewie. I'd mm-hmm. like to see something like that with Poe and BB. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Okay. All right. Is that well, everything? That's, that's movie news. All right. Now we're going to move on over. The, t- the movie news is over. It's you done. still it's do gone. it? You do it? Now it's time for that part of the show to where we call. What? 
It's the deal with Cannon. Oh my God. Greedo at a comedy club. Oh, you haven't seen that yet, huh? You've no. Been show since we've done that. Yeah, we, it's funny because I didn't do it last week. And I got, they, they got mad at me. They got mad at you. Okay, end of the show today. Do we do Twitter questions at the end of the show? We still do that. Can, can we make one of the Twitter questions a question from uh, Mark Ellis Live? Is that sure. which character in Star Wars would be the best stand up comic? And oh, okay. we won't answer it now. Do it oh, later in the oh, show. Right. That's a tease. Okay. I do have it, though. I already okay. know the answer. Okay. All right. Salacious Girl. All right. No. First story. Kind of, uh, you know, breaking-ish news earlier this morning when we were recording. It was announced that uh, Rise of uh, the Resistance, the second theme park for Galaxy's Edge, will open first in Orlando, which their Galaxy's Edge isn't even open yet. That's coming Uh shortly, I do believe, uh, in the fall. Is that opening with the park? It's not opening with the park, much like Anaheim, which opened with only one of the rides open and finished. So it will first debut in the Hollywood Studios. That's over in Orlando, December 5th. December 5th, um, which also happens to be Walt Disney's birthday. He's still alive and lives under the Matterhorn in a block of ice with Ted Williams. Um, (laughs) Then uh, it's going to launch over here in Anaheim, uh, the uh, Disney Resort, uh, January 17th, 2020. Question for the both of you, because we're going to be for Schmodown. We're going to be in Orlando mm-hmm. in October. In October, the end of. Do we go spy? We send we, some boffins. Well, I think we go on Friday. We can go on a Friday. Mm-hmm. See if we can go and, and, and check I mean, it out. Yeah, I'm not going to turn. What are we going to do? Are you going to walk around and be like, "Hey, look, they're they're still building it." You can't. Af- no, it's or, no. The, the whole place, the rise of resistance, won't be open. Yeah. But it opens but up. But the place opens, will be open, open much yeah. like Anaheim. Yeah. There's just a blank spot. I just have this you thing with Galaxy. To... Like, I'm, I, I think it's great that Galaxy's Edge exists, and I yeah. think that it's great that, you know, we, we can go experience these things. But just the amount, the sheer amount of people there, just. Well, at, at right now, not <clears throat> as much in Anaheim because they price themselves out of the business. It's too expensive. too expensive for people to go, right? It, yeah, and I know a lot of people love to spin this as it's a Star Wars thing. It's a, a family of four. Get, forget parking, travel, if you're not local, and getting into Disneyland, into Galaxy's Edge. If you want to experience everything, and you got two kids, you got two kids. Yes. If you're going to take one, you want to build a lightsaber, and you get to build a droid, what's going to happen? I want to build a lightsaber, too. I want to build a droid. Right. It's running in the thousands of dollars. Yeah. They have, because they wanted to create this authentic, it's not T-shirts. Uh, it's not, you know, this kind of stuff. It is authentic to the story. So the lightsaber is two hundred dollars right. each, uh, which are impressive. I, I my friend Alex Backus of Black Series Rebels got one. I held it and I was like, "Ooh, it's nice, that's awesome." But it's two hundred dollars, right. and if you and I, I and you want to eat there, that Ewok collector's thing, it's like fifty bucks. I'll tell you what, I, there's a there's a great Instagram account called uh, Disney Booze Guide, and it's like a guide to like all the different yeah, like yeah. adult beverages you can get around Disney and inside Disney. Mm-hmm. And they did the uh, the whatever cantina it is, and it's like the drinks look really good, yeah, but they're not. They're not cheap, and I would need right. a couple cold something to get through all that. You get people. one, and you get one. You're, there's a limit. You got to get <laughs> it and finish it, and then maybe one? you can come back later. And Daddy yeah, will be drunk they, more. No, I heard you get. I heard you get two. Well, I have my kid buy one, and I take my kids <laughs> rum. Yeah. Um, and then, and I also think too, the I I'm staying away because same thing. You are crowds. I think a lot of people look around going, "We'll wait till the crowds die," and yeah, enough people have done it. Yeah. Where there's also there's a lot of factors, and I think they've created this wonderful. Uh, world. Did you see that thing going around? There was a great thing. A fan had an interaction. A, a park goer had an interaction with uh, the Ray. Uh, the, the, and it's in character. And then this great 
emotional, inspirational conversation about dreams and heroes and Ray ties a knot on a tree for a And you're list, reading this tweet thread like, this is fantastic stuff. Yeah, I mean, everything's like, like a tweet. It's, it, no, it was real. This no, 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 I was saying, was it a video? Uh, oh. It was like a tweet thread and maybe a photo. Okay. And, and it was a great interaction. So how the, the cast members there at the Galaxy's Edge are really invested in the story. Yeah, yeah. And I want to I want to go there and yell at Kylo Ren, Kylo Ren and How find Vi Marotti. How day does Ray get asked about who her dad is? Like, that oh, has got to be so haunting yeah. for Ray, who's done so much for the galaxy. Just constantly tours, hey, who's your dad? Yeah. Who's your dad? Right. Like, I would, yeah. I would quit. Uh, Didn't yeah. she say, though, with Daisy Ridley, that uh, that would look like she said it's going to be explored more in this episode also? She did say that. She said, that her quote was, uh, you're going to find out what the dealio is. But yeah. um, it's not necessarily that it's... Her parents just, you'll know, know the whole situation. It could be. She could be Luke Skywalker's daughter. All that stuff could still happen. But she just kind of said, you'll, I, you'll understand. And, and reiterated that me and JJ or JJ felt that the answer was in seven. I think that you're going to get a clear-cut answer for mm-hmm. sure. Like it's this sure. person? I don't necessarily think it's – I, I told you. you I, I told you my theory of what I think it is. R2. No, but not, uh, not just someone from, uh, from what happened to C-3PO. But, I'd uh, sign up on that. Uh, but Who's but, it going to be? I think it's just. I think sort of lab baby. Well, no, I, I I go back to that hand, man, the floating hand that they were supposed to do for Luke. I think that she's. I think she's a mixture of of a bunch of different people. I think mm. whether it's a clone or whatever it might be, she's gonna be. She's gonna be something that was created mm. by whether it's Palpatine or whatever it was. Test so tube many. baby, you got it right. Test tube baby. So many dirty jokes with a floating hand in outer space. I have a uh, question about mm. Rise of the Resistance. That's mm-hmm. what this That's is. The is ride. this a ride or it's is a- it a full on? It's park a, that's different than no, no. It's it's a ride, but it's like a ride experience. You get to like, um, uh, you know, you interact. Where the Falcon, you go and you sit down, you have fun, you fly around, you could crash, you could die, whatever. Right. I don't, I, I don't know. But this one, I think you get out. If I remember correctly, you actually get out of the ride and transfer to another spot. It's it's a it's a it's a thing. It's a thing. So okay. it's an experience. It's not like Star Tours where you sit in, you get kind of barfy, uh, and then you get out and go into the gift shop. I love Star Tours, but Hyperspace Mountain is just. You love it. Oh, my favorite God, memory is so Orlando. Good. You Star Tours because you get sick. I get really, and it was things. not. Do you it really? Was, it was close call. The, mo- the motion close call. Yeah, it's like I love. It, it's funny because the the actual the, the presentation, and everything. I loved. It just I, yeah. either Back to the Future ride, all that stuff. I get motion sickness. Have you been to Universal Studios here with the family? Uh, yeah, it's 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 a lot of motion rides. I know the I Simpsons one is great, and then don't do the Transformers one. But it's good ride, but it's like oh, it's I, so much. I get I I get the only yeah I get motion sickness from the majority of the stuff. I never used to, but if some reason just happens yeah, now. I but you. I have that I Orlando. I was, yeah, Orlando. I was, was I was ill for a little bit. That was fun. All right, was look, Ill. if you guys go on Friday before the showdown, do it in Orlando. I'll what what am I not going to go? Yeah, would you want to go? Oh yeah yeah okay. I, yeah absolutely. I want to go. Right. I want to go. I'm not going to be able to buy anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Orlando in October. That's prime uh, sleeveless T-shirt weather. Yeah, oh, well, we're gonna no. we're gonna be there. So hopefully oh, we'll let you guys no. know when we're when we're going and what what the whole deal is. So keep a lookout for the tickets on the Schmodownlive dot com. Uh, All right, what's uh, uh, what's next? I got a question for you. All right, uh, so Jedi Fallen Order is coming out. Yes. Oh, is that November fifteenth? We're mm. gonna be watching Mandalorian, and then you can go straight into Jedi Fallen Order. Show my daughter get- that trailer. By yeah, she loved it. Yeah. She's excited. Okay, so uh, we know the main character, Cal Kestis. Played by Cameron Moynihan, uh, human, human male, red, ready, uh, ginger. Um, the game's uh, uh, director, uh, um, who, full disclosure, actually, I don't know him directly, but one of my, my fantasy baseball co-owners, good friends with them. Their oh. kids play on the same baseball team. Um, Can you not make it about sports, Ken? All right. I'm here to talk Star right. Wars. You're right. You're yeah? right. That's my mistake. Daryl Strawberry. Uh, 
Keith Hernandez, they fought in 1989. This is, this is how he talks. They fought together. Oh, they they fought, fought. Remember that? Remember that? 1989, March. No, right. at the photo shoot. Oh, right. And yeah. For spring training. Right, 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 and they wanted right, them to right, sit right, next right, to each right, other. Right, right, Strawberry right, didn't right. want to sit next to him because he didn't like Gary Carter and Keith Hernandez's contract. I remember in 86, they all fought together. They used to call them the fighting mess. Oh, the bad boys won. Great yeah. book by Jeff Perlman. Check it out. Great Keith Hernandez, book. that mustache. All time great. And smoking in the, remember when Keith would smoke in the dugout? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He'd smoke in, yeah. The dugout. in the dugout. I'm up. I'm up. Keith Hernandez, yeah. Uh, These are your heroes, team. kids. These what a good team. Though. Anyways, uh, all that to say, Stig Osmussen is his name. He's the uh, one of the creative directors of the game. And he talked about the idea of we got we got Versio, we got Ray, we got, we got Cal. Um, and they're all humanoids and male, female. But they talked about possibly an alien leading the series here, which begs the question that would you want to see a game, a show, could maybe even a movie be led by an alien character in Star Wars? Uh, and, and their concern was people wouldn't be able to connect with it. So what the answer think? to me, would I? Yes. Do I think that the audience in general would respond? It's tough because, like, I think Ahsoka's got a good shot. Like, if you mm-hmm. gave it to Ahsoka, if you did one. Uh, yeah, Ahsoka's the great. Ahsoka yeah. is, a, is a, like, I think Ahsoka uh, as a series could do pretty good. Um, but it just, it, it's not a no. I mean, the Darth Maul mm-hmm. spinoff could be. All right. It's just a, it's a matter of, again, how you do it. But it, it's, it's risky. Yeah, I'm with Christian. I, I, I personally would be totally up for it. I, I think the best way to do if you're going to have a, an alien life form lead a series, I think it's best to aim it towards the kiddies and, and see how they respond to it, because their minds are still open and they're not closed off and build up all those emotional calluses that we adults have yet. Yeah. I would love to see uh, something with Maz Kanata, because there's so many humans that I know that remind me a lot. My sister has a lot of Maz Kanata tendencies. Both my grandmas had a lot of Maz <laughs> Kanata tendencies. The Ellis women, they love big, hairy men. And I think that Maz Kanata has so many <laughs> stories to tell, because she's like, what, a thousand years old? Yeah. I would love to just have, like, not even a Cheers, like, sitcom, but something just, what is the day-to-day operation? of a bar, then Moz could go on little side adventures. I would pay to see that. But going back to Christian's point, Ken, I don't know that there's a large audience for that, especially with, with incorporating the technology that you would need to do with all of the motion capture stuff or performance mm-hmm. capture. If it's not animated, that's a very expensive thing to pull yeah, But, up. but uh, you could also do it through makeup. You could also do it. You don't, have to, you, you don't well, have to do a performance capture one, like I said, like Darth Maul. You know, somebody. Yeah. But the other thing that you could do in that series is that you could make the lead character the alien, but then the there's always more characters got to introduce in television. We're talking television. Television. Mo- movies has got a lot harder to do, but in television, then you introduce a human character, and then you know, oh, the, the audience is, respond- is responding to that person, but they really like the aliens. Give the alien. They, the writing rooms can can learn from what the audiences are. Re- That's one of the benefits of television mm-hmm. is that they hear what the audience is saying, and they can build off of it and give people more screen time or less screen time. Uh, yeah. The movies is one shot. You put it out there, and you get what you get. And I think it's a harder thing to do for movies. Yeah. Books easy. Easy. Yeah. Uh, Books Comics, video games, easy. Yeah. Uh, e- and I say easy because easy, it's, it's like yeah, it, easier. It, could, it could survive uh, a lot mm-hmm. easier than it could in, in TV and, and film. Totally agree. Yeah, I, I, we had this discussion this week on Force Center, and uh, I was very kind of like, nope, I don't want an alien. I don't want not a video game, and I, and I need I need humans. Right. Uh, and, and Joseph Scrimshaw pointed out, lawn. like you said, Ahsoka. And I was like, oh, yeah, right. Uh, and Battlefront 2, Shriv, like one of right. my favorite characters, right. Right. popped up. Would I want to play as him? Yes, and I know we would. Uh, but to the greater point of with the general audience, 
It's possibly, but movies, I don't ever say. Now, granted, I did just see, like, some lions and hyenas fighting on a real rock, and it right. looked real, yeah, and they were talking, that. and right. they were singing. So, uh, yeah, you know, anything's possible. The movie that I can't went back in the day, uh, Christian and I for Schmoes made a video of, like, these are the top ten Star Wars movies yeah. we want to see now yeah. that Star Wars is a thing again. And I don't know why, for the life of me, Martin Scorsese is wasting his time with these hacks like De Niro and Pacino and Pesci when he could be making a hot gangster film. I would love to see the hot as that's, the lead in some sort of like Goodfellas-ish that's, picture. I think that's that's what Guillermo del Toro wanted to do. Del Toro wanted that's, that. that's what he was looking oh, for. Oh, well, yeah, because he's his movies are always cheap. It just costs so much <laughs> right. money yeah, to yeah. make that that's kind of stuff, especially it's with Guillermo. I didn't go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to see it. All right, is that everything? Canon? That's it for canon. Oh, there, there, Star Wars uh, 68, the new comic is out. Uh, new arc is starting, getting us a lot closer to Empire Strikes Back. There's nice. something in here about Han and Leia. I have not read the uh, comic book yet because I don't want to spoil it, but uh, this series, uh, the main Star Wars line has gotten, sometimes it gets crazy, wild, sometimes yeah. it's not my favorite, sometimes it's got some of my favorite moments. Uh, this is, I'm excited, they're starting to move towards things, and and recently, uh, there's some new stuff with Dr. Afra. and this last, I think it's issue 33 of Dr. Afra with my favorite Afra uh, comic yet, so there's some good stuff out there, sometimes there's a, when I say weird, I mean that kind of respectfully to the, to the com- weird in a comic book way. Wacky. Comic books are supposed to be a, a little more creative, a little different, and sometimes they get that way and it feels a little comic booky. I don't mean that necessarily in a bad way, but for the some of the stuff that you want to see on right. screen in Star Wars, it doesn't and that's work. that's coming out this week. Uh, yeah, it might already be... Right. Uh, when do uh, we tape Tuesday. this? This is Thursday. It's Thursday. Probably so yesterday. Thursday. Comic book um, quick yes. question for both you boys. I know you guys do the comics. Yeah. Um, and this was always my concern back when I used to do Jedi Council, is uh, do we get too close to kind of interrupting how the movies flow together because I mean, they're just they're wedging so much in between a yeah, new yeah. hope and well, empire sometimes we said yeah. the thing is like in, because it's canon right so if you if i was to ask you when the first time luke and vader ever faced off yeah you would tell me empire and i would tell you you were wrong that'd be my guess yeah and you're wrong it happened they, they faced off in the comics yeah uh, before. <laughs> yeah it, before yeah, well it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting because it's when before uh, like, it was, right, well yeah right after new hope yeah they ran into each other oh god yeah um yeah, no, and sometimes, you know, the, two, like, there's, what, there's three years? Hey, next time I see you, I got some uh, genealogy you may want to pay yeah, yeah. attention. Uh, anyway, right. have a good one. Um, kind of uh, how that all starts, though, by the way. It yeah, goes yeah. into the more run. Boba Fett's the one. makes it worse. So Boba Fett's Boba the one, Fett's the one who the gives him the name. It's actually one of my favorite moments uh, I, I wrote about in the book. Uh, Boba Fett finds uh, out that, uh, uh, that he that goes and gets in some fight with Luke. He's hunting the kid. He's hunting the rebel that blew up the Death Star. Uh, he come, does not get him, so he comes back, reports back to Vader, and is like, I didn't get him, but it did get his name. What's the name? Skywalker. Okay, that's cool. Oh, yeah. it's one of my. I wrote, okay, I wrote about it cool. and, and why we love Star Wars. Available on Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble, and Target.com. I have given that book to no less than seven people God as bless a you. gift. You're the only it's, reason I'm going to. God bless you for writing it. It's a nice gift. It's cheap. Uh, it's on Amazon. Some, Send it to your friends and I need family. Some new underwear. So thanks for buying that. Um, <laughs> I didn't need to know. Anyway, so, so but to the point, so the comics produce some amazing yeah. moments. All right, I'll give there you are that. times where I'm like. I don't think the Luke I saw on a Tauntaun in Empire Strikes Back had this adventure. But doesn't mean you have to throw them out of the water. They're there. Right. You can enjoy them if you want. Um, it's time for Twitter questions. All right, Sorry let's do it. So we're gonna, we asked you guys to hashtag Collider Jedi Council. You do that. You go through the twits, and uh, Ken goes through them, and Roku goes through them, and pick out some questions. And 
Here we go. First one comes from little Mark 2 D2 at Mark setup. Ellis Live. You can check out all of his comedy stylings Ooh. at his website, markellislive.com. Dates you. are forthcoming. He sounds successful. Um, he asks us, uh, hey, Christian. Hey, Ken. Big fan. Love the show. Well, what Star Wars character do you think would be the best stand-up comic? Oh. Okay, um, you said you had the best answer. Yeah, no, I just had the best. I said I had an answer. Yeah. Uh, Honda. Honda Anaka's a good answer. He's, I mean, he's always yeah. cracking jokes. Has he's always cracking jokes. Yeah. All right. All right. You got one there, Mark? Or, uh... Yeah, I'm just trying to think of which. Um, I, look, I haven't seen. I really like uh, Bosk's potential. <laughs> Because I think Have you that, guys, yeah, I, I, I think that you can. It, it's kind of like an emo Phillips thing. It, it, it's a character, <laughs> either buy it or don't. Is Dengar Judy Tanuna? I. That's a deep cut stand-up comedy. Oh, that was good. Um, How are you doing, old folks? I, I like the bounty hunter as the as the comic because bounty uh, hunters in comics very similar lifestyles. You're a rogue. You're always on the road. You're right. by yourself. You're driving around. You pay your own health insurance if you have any, and you're scrounging the other gigs where you can find them. You have multiple club oh, owners yeah. that'll pay you to do whatever. Right. So True. I think Boba Fett has a has a very good sense of humor, and I think that Boba Fett, it, when he tapes his hour special, mm-hmm. it's his big closer is getting. Out of the Sarlacc pit, and like like describing <laughs> everything that goes on inside the yeah. Sarlacc Can pit. Can I tell so. you about the smell? Yeah. I, yes, right. you can do ten minutes on the smell alone, right. on the digestion, on the belly, on the noises that the belly makes. I think that getting eaten by that toothy vagina was the best thing to happen to Boba right. Fett's comedy career. And so Boba Fett is my answer, Ken. Uh, I'm going with the obvious. I can't believe you. Didn't no, no. R two D two, man. Oh yeah. R two D two on stage telling dirty jokes. He probably be in a Don Barris late night show at the store. He'd probably sitting there just whoa, you know, you overweight mindless philosopher. It's R two D two. Yeah. Just give the audience some translations for his beeps, and you got a great, <laughs> great dirty special. Barris bringing C three two and R two D two up. They're just so happy for the stage time. Oh hello. Don, what are we? <laughs> hey, C three PO is speaking a different language. <laughs> He's having his own show inside of his head at this point. <laughs> What's that? Rokas. Oh, Salacious uh, B. Crumb. Okay. Crumb. I want in the front row. Yeah. Yeah. Salacious Crumb is a great front oh, row yeah. audience member. Jabba was always t- cracking jokes, too. But Jabba, I hilarious. Jabba's a good laugh. Hilarious. Jabba's the laugh that if when you hear the Jabba laugh from the back room, that means you know that you're, right. you're becoming mitzi. a paid regular like at the club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's what's couple next? A couple tweets here. Brian Blog Star Wars at oh. BB Star Wars mm-hmm. says, hey, hashtag Collider Jedi Council. That's how you find us. If the rumors of Millie Bobby Brown being cast in a Marvel movie turn out to be true, does that mean there's a better chance of keeping her in the Disney family and casting her as a young Princess Leia, possibly in a Disney Plus show. It's irrelevant, to be honest. I mean, oh. I think, uh, I, I mean, look, yeah. it, it's a better, like, if she's in the family, she's working with Disney mm. more, and is it a better chance that she could have more conversations? Sure. But if they want to do a young Leia, I mean, there's been so many mentions of her, mm-hmm. and she's one of the bigger actresses right now, as far as her, her age range goes also. Um, so why wouldn't they go out to her immediately? I just don't know how soon we're going to get yeah. a young Leia in anything. So by the time that they actually, I mean, she's what, 16? She's 16 going on 17 range. So She's 17? They so- don't do it right now. She's going to be the same age as Carrie Fisher when she shot New Hope. So, but Yeah, but, but and if they do a movie, but maybe they do a, a Leia movie when she's 27. You know, do a younger, and they do a younger movie. They, they do something in between. No one says that they can't do a movie in between, like, episode four and episode five, similar right, to right. what the comics yeah, have done, it, it, and you could have her. I agree. Did you just say that they weren't going to do those kind of movies? I said show. I'm talking about show. 
If they're doing he a show, movie. I'm talking about a show. Talking about so they're not going to do a Leo. He's talking about movie. a movie. I don't think they're going to do a show. They do it, especially after Solo. I think that's I probably yeah. the way to do it. It's like Brian a limited Block's run. Brian Star Wars kinda. is saying possibly a Disney Plus show or Plus, but, but, yeah. yeah, but that's to his point. Yeah, I think you have a much better shot. At these things. I think that Disney and Lucasfilm has because because of this edition of Disney Plus. Now they have so much more room to play. And if somebody, they're going to really be paying attention to what the Mandalorian and Cassian Andor and whatever this new series is. They're going to mm-hmm. they're going to pay attention to those three things. And if these things are big hit, the way that everyone thinks they will, you're going to see more shows start to get developed there. Because uh, just watching Stranger Things the other day, and I'm watching, I'm like, this is an eight, this is an eight hour movie. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a film, eight chapters. It's yeah. an eight hour film, and, and that's what they can do for Star Wars and continue to do it. And I don't think you need to do. Even I know, I know that Mandalorian's getting multiple seasons. You don't have to do that. You do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope I hope Cassian's one and done, mm-hmm. and then you move on to the next one and you tell all these different stories. So if there's a mini series, six episode series with Millie Bobby Brown as Leia, mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah. So if, if they could go back in time, they would make Solo a Star Wars story, a streaming thing. I think so. And saying we, and the world would be denied a lot of great Denny's trading cards. And um, I think for more forgiving, the audience would be more forgiving. Giving, uh, well, yeah, because yeah, it's pressure. a streaming I keep thing. Saying, less or, pressure. Yeah, um, I don't think that. I, I think that the. the I, I really like the thought of the tweet, but I think that we're getting to a point now where it really it might be seen as a detriment as much as a credit to somebody if they are in the, a Marvel movie. Because a lot of times when you see a young performer look at their career, they want to do a big budget franchise and then they want to do smaller pictures that have nothing to do with that. So if you're already in a huge Marvel franchise, you don't want to be in a huge Star Wars franchise. Now, some people do. Some people are like The Rock. They would have just made huge, big budget, Mm -hmm. awesome, fun action movies. Then other people are like, I'll do like Jake Gyllenhaal. It's like, I'm going to do this movie, but I also want to make these small, independent ones. uh, Steve Martin, Cheaper by the Dozen, I believe, is the movie that was an an absolute, all right, I will do that if you let me do Shop Girl. Bill Murray and Ghostbusters. Uh, Bill Murray and Ghostbusters. uh, Razor's Edge uh, was Mm -hmm. the other one. Yeah, so that happens a lot there. And as far as her, it it doesn't necessarily, appearing in a Marvel movie doesn't mean you're necessarily in the Disney family. Um, It could. It, it might work like that, but it also, it's ca- as we know, it's 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 who casts these right. in the casting studios to do it. Nina Gold does a lot of Force Awakens, uh, new uh, Last Jedi, and, and Game of Thrones. That's the crossover, so that's why that happens as opposed to being more in the family. But with the bigger stars, maybe. Let's come on. You want to work with Disney? Get in here. Uh, I could see that. Well, Peter Nyong'o certainly seems to enjoy her yeah. time yes. as yeah. as Disney, Most? and she's yeah. she's great Absolutely. in the Disney films and the Star Wars films. So that's the other side of the argument. And she also took project from going from taking Star Wars first and then taking a project in Black Panther that she was very passionate about that yeah. she wanted to work with. And she was in that chess movie. What's that? which one? Well, Peter Nyong'o was in that chess movie. Remember that chess? Oh yeah, movie? for Disney. Right, 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 right. And but they, yeah. but she had this meeting with. Um, that's right, and that's a lot of movies she's done with Disney. But she had a, a, a conversation with with um, Ryan Coogler. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Coogler wanted her to do the film, and and yeah, there she, you go, yeah. So there's. It depends on who's directing. It depends on who's writing. Mm-hmm. That they might say maybe and because look at someone like Brie Larson who mm-hmm. the fans have also said, will she show up in, in any of those other movies? She had such a big role in Captain Marvel that it might, like you were saying too, not necessarily that they don't want to do it, that it might, it might be harder. I mean, we forgot about Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson's another one, right? Sam Jackson yeah. has done... has done But different era. Different sure. era. Yeah. Different era, but he's still been in both. And he wants yeah. to come back as Mace Windu. Uh, said it many, and many find different a way. times. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that. the point is... Like, He'd be a good can, comic, by the way. Mace can Windu. the audience separate? That's the big yeah. thing. Can the audience separate yeah. and go, well, she's Captain Marvel, and now she's in this, but... but I don't know how big of a role Millie Bobby Brown is going to have right. in whatever movie she may or may not do with Marvel. So, yeah, 
We'll we'll yeah. keep we'll keep an eye. We'll keep an eye. I definitely would want it. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the 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 window might have passed for a young Leia. I mean, again, it's so close to New Hope in terms yeah. of of age. But what you're saying after, and I think it would be interesting. What's the last one? Last one around the circle at uh, in an Enea Graham circle in a Graham. Okay, around a circle. <laughs> Says uh, rumor has it George Lucas approved the screening of the unedited New Hope. Any renewed hope for a Blu-ray with Disney ownership? Yeah, this. I do believe this happened. Uh, I didn't. Uh, my friend, again, Alex Beck is Black Star Rebels, invited me to the screening. It was Rogue One and New Hope, and I believe this was the one they're referring to, and George did give a kind of a one-time uh, approval of that thing, which is interesting. Um, but I don't, think, I don't think we'll ever see the, the theatrical release versions no, um, he's the only for real, general public. The only real reason to do it for him, yeah. and not really, is money. Yeah, and it's like, is he hurting for cash? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and it's like you know, it's like you don't yeah. have to do it if he can borrow five dollars. Right. The reason to do it is because everybody wants it, but he doesn't care about that. He he likes mm-hmm. his he likes his versions. And yeah. he's got and he still has that that right to say over. That. I think that was part of the deal. Just like you just you can't release that. <laughs> I don't like the idea of George like holding up the line at CVS. Like, uh, why are you taking my coupon? Right. You're George Lucas. Right. But no, I don't. It's I don't. Twelve percent. Yeah, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a chance for Blu-ray. Or anytime soon, even though they, they got I, I would now. say not anytime soon. No, I, I think no. we've learned enough never boys say never. to say never say never. never. never but yeah. not, not, um, I just the watched next... the Snyder Cut yesterday. It's really good. <laughs> I just don't Snyder. think it's going to be in the next, say, five years. I think after that. Possible. Yeah, I, I, I do. I really do. And again, I'm a, I'm a purist when it comes to Star Wars. I love me the original trilogy more than anything else in my life, save maybe a dog. But right. I think that uh, I think one day, I mm-hmm. think before I leave this earth. We could see it. Right. Well, maybe. I mean, again, George Lucas is, what, 70 years old? So 50 years. Let's say he lives to 120 years old. I mean, I could die tomorrow. Yeah. Well, you think that his estate, I'm talking about a long time from now. The estate, maybe to his wishes. George Lucas probably got something in the will. probably says no. There's going to be some very convenient language. You lose everything you get from me. If you do it. If you sign this up. All right, yeah, anyway. But the fans really want to see Hanji <laughs> That's it. All right, look, that's, uh, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank Mark Ellis for joining us. And Mark, give us give the website and uh, the dates again. MarkEllisLive.com. You can get tickets for the upcoming comedy show. Two shows, 7.30 and 9.30. So you can go the 7.30. Probably not a lot of people will have bathed by then. But 9.30, mm-hmm. freshly showered, quaffed audience. Uh, different lineups each show. Ken Knapsack's going to be performing, doing a set. And uh, it's just, it's very exciting to be back at Comic-Con. The, the crowds are always so good. The stand-up that I've done there, it's just, it's always packed and sold out. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. MarkEllisLive.com. And then Saturday is the big movie trivia showdown at the Joan B. Croc Theater. It's right in downtown. Go check out the Marvel panel. Come on over and see your friendly neighborhood schmoes. And the inner geekdom belt is on the line. Go to the SchmoDownLive.com for tickets. Uh, Ken Napsok, when are you heading on over to the Comic-Cons? Uh, I, uh, I'm kind of, I mean, like I said, I'm not really going this year, but I'm going down to do the comedy and the schmo down. Uh, and a reminder, you do not have to be going to Comic-Con to attend these events, especially right. the schmo no, down. You don't need, you don't need, you don't need tickets. Or anything. No. It's a good call. You can just be going to the zoo and then popping over to our zoo. Have the you movie been to that zoo? I've been to the zoo. Well, it's been a while. But it's been 
Amazing. Well. Um, but I'm down there as well, performing, hosting the first show with Josh McCuga, doing a set in the second doing show. Doing a standalone yeah. set. Standalone comedy set there. It's like my version of Rogue yeah. One. Go to catnapsick.com <laughs> for all the information, including uh, where to pick up my book, Why We Love Star Wars, and this shirt designed by my f- uh, patron supporter, Kyle Harlow, available on Public. All those wonderful Love things. Love some Kyle Harlow, Chicago and Bears. after Comic-Con, I'll have more information on that screening. Uh, I am hosting of A New Hope up in my hometown, August 24th at the Clark Center we for Central that. Coast we Film should. Society. Uh, all right, that's my spiel. Pismo beach let's also uh make sure that you guys like i said yeah we took all your plugs you got nothing you got, you got nothing. nothing to say august 31st schmodown <laughs> is coming it. to new york so Damn make sure you get those tickets at this one live but ken's absolutely right you do not need tickets for comic-con to see rachel cushing versus kalinowski at july 20th at the joan p croc so make sure you get the tickets to schmodownlive.com we'll see you next week Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.